Welcome to the Circle Star Firearms and Outdoors Minute. Hey everybody, it's Jake coming at you live, I guess, again for the uh, Circle Star Minute, trying to get to know everybody here at the store. And today we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Craig, quote unquote, Boogie Love. So uh, I'm hoping at this point, because Boogie, you and I have been friends for a good time now. Oh yeah. And I still don't know how you got your nickname. And just been a kid. Uh Just grew up. So... Because because you're fast, did you boogie out of the way? I, my my working theory is you got dance moves we don't know about. Eh, maybe, maybe I don't know. <laughs> if you do, I think you hadn't seen them. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll go down down to Juan Linda's this week. I'll put a couple margaritas in you and see if we can get you on the dance floor. Well, we might figure out something. There you go. Well, guys, uh, we've mentioned him before. Boogie is probably one of our oldest customers. Not long after we opened up, uh, he'd swing by and hang out, and he was always kind of a funny character in himself, because if, if, if you know, know Boogie, met Boogie, he takes a minute to kind of let that personality shine through. He's a little quiet at first, just like this podcast. He ain't saying a whole lot. That, you know, he'd come in, he'd sit on that stool, he'd just kind of post up. He'd, you know, talk for a second or two, and then he'd be quiet for a bit, and talk for a bit, and quiet for a bit. and Longest job interview I ever had. Probably so. Yeah. A couple years in the making. Oh, yeah. You know, and and where he kind of really kind of started to shine is we started getting busier and busier and the store would grow that uh, he would just kind of fall into place. You know, uh, early on when we were teeny, teeny, tiny, uh, there'd be days it was either just Jason or just I working. And Mm -hmm. uh, Boogie was a sight for sore eyes because if you're having to hold it for Two or three hours hoping that somebody you trust walk through the door so you can run to the bathroom real fast. Uh, he was a godsend. I can assure you that one. But uh, Yeah, it'd be some days Jake would be like, hey, watch the store. I'm, I got to run to the bank or something. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, I got yeah. this whole store to myself. <laughs> well, it just shows I, you. I don't tr- know what to do. It just shows you how trustworthy you are. <laughs> Unfortunately, those were the days we were not that busy. <laughs> no. One or two customers, and that was a whole day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, trust me. I, I remember... Uh, vividly hoping someone just come through and you know me and my wife we sit there and talk at night you know awake you know that next morning we wake up like okay here's the game plan we need to make three hundred dollars today i got a bill i gotta pay so he's been around pretty much since the inception of circle star uh during that time had a bunch of different jobs oh yeah he is probably the most renaissance man i have ever met if you could do it he has probably done it and done it well hey you gotta try a little bit of everything oh you do figure out yeah, figure yeah. out where you fit in, you know? Oh, yeah. And then uh, eventually, once we needed, let's see, you were probably after Tiffany, because we needed an accountant. Someone's got to pay our mm-hmm. bills and keep us in line, especially with all our ATF compliance and the stuff they make us do. Uh, I think we hired you after her, or was it Dustin? It was Dustin. And then you. And me. I got you. Uh, somewhere in there, I get mm-hmm. a little confused over the years. But... Boogie, tell us about yourself. Tell us what you're into. What's your specialties when someone walks through the door? You know, shotguns is my thing. Duck hunting, uh, pretty much anything in the outdoors, but duck hunting is my favorite thing to do in the world. And why is that? Because and you and I are on the same page, and and, and I know the answer to this, and I think we've talked about it before. But what what I mean, makes... something fascinates me about going out and taking your dog out to go hunting. Something I don't know what it is, just to watch a dog work. Like, See. Right That's, there. Right there. You and I on the same I page. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have fun shooting ducks. But my favorite thing is to work my dog. Oh, yeah. Just, I, 
I mean, and Jake's even trained my dog. I mean, he did a really, really good job with him. I mean, I'm very happy with him. That's good. What he, what he does. Yeah, because there, uh, <laughs> there was a minute there. Yeah, we oh, didn't uh, know if he was going to make it. Goose and I, we kind of had to have a little come to Jesus meeting. <laughs> this is what you're going to do, and you're going to do it when I say you're going to. Uh, yeah, but it he, took him a little while to get going, but yeah, he's, we, he's doing what he needs to do. So, Well, we talked about that. Sometimes a dog it needs to kind of have to – it. Best way I can put it, you know, most folks listening here played some sort of high school sport, I'm assuming, or at least middle school sport, right? If all you do is practice, it gets boring, especially for a dog that just, like my 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 competition dog now, Chief, it doesn't matter. He just wants to go and get. I mean, he is so bred to compete, like it just, to retrieve, I mean, perfect example. Last night, I'm working on this uh, little trailer I'm building, and he's bringing me horse apples to throw. And he would, <laughs> it's funny saying thing because they taste nasty to him. Mm-hmm. And so he, he'd spit it out at my foot and he, you know, that lip curled and started licking the lips like, God, this thing tastes awful. And then I would throw it and he'd go get it and come back. And the same thing, I'm like, to build a drive in a dog like that to go pick up something that he does not like, but it just, he has to go get, you know, that, that's one side of it. And then the other side is like Goose here, uh, uh, Boogie's dog that uh, we had to kind of show him the fun side. So, you know, had to teach him that we practice to play. Here's okay. the fun stuff. Here's here's what it all boils down to. This is what you're going to do, but you have to learn it, right? But, I mean, I, I take him everywhere with me. I mean, we're going, matter of fact, next week we're going to South Dakota to go yeah. pheasant and uh, waterfowl hunting. So if you get him to where he'll actually corner a field or anything like that, or are you just going to have him run out no, in front? No, he's just running out front. There you and go. Just flush and go flush pick him. it up. And, I mean, it took him, I don't know, two days up, up north last year, and he kind of figured out what was going on. Hopefully this year he knows exactly what to do when we first get there. I got you. I don't have to retrain him or anything. To just just yeah. have it set. Mm-hmm. This year y'all got a bigger crowd going, though. Oh, yeah. I think so. we got – Four people going this year, and then when we get up there, it's probably another, I don't know, probably 20 people or so. So, so you got you got family. Is your uncle up there? Is that My who cousin. That? Cousin. There. And he, I guess he farms up there? No, uh, he works at a printing company, but, I mean, they got a lot of public land up there. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to hunt with the uh, state representative of South Dakota. Really? And he owns 4,000 acres of private land. Oh. And if we can't. Getting enough pheasants in, we just go to private land or uh, public land. There you go. Just going for the upland, or are you going to no, do a little shoot waterfowl as well? Waterfowl. There you go. See, that's yes. that's going to be the fun one. They'll have really not ducks. It's going to be the same ducks because we're in that that central fly zone. Mm-hmm. So all our ducks coming from Saskatchewan and Alberta and Canada. So it's going to be basically the same species that we'll get here in the Grimes County area. But what you'll get into if you get lucky is some graders. Yeah, um, that's what I'm excited to go do. You ever shot one before? Yes. Oh my god. Fifty to fifty five pound bird. It's got like a ground. six to seven foot wingspan. Yes. I, I've got into him one time. I was uh hunting in um the upper parts of uh, Alberta, Canada. And that I, I'll never forget it was that first morning hunt. We're laid out in a bean field in these pop up lines, and four of them come rolling in low on the deck, and we pull up and shoot them. And I say low, they're probably 20, 30 yards up. All right, that's close enough. Usually and, uh, you see them mile up in the sky uh, flying. And they're still big, right? Well, this giant bird, I, I shoot the first one like right on top of me. And then the problem with that, if you heard the key phrase was on top of me, when it hit the ground, you felt it. I mean, it's like 
Like if you dropped a sack of feed or something, just gigantic. And then they said that it's supposed to get cold enough where they think the uh, northern mallards are supposed to come down. And oh, if you've never seen one of those, they're indeed. about the size of a snow goose. They're huge. Oh yeah, they're 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 different than what we get here. Probably twenty five, thirty pound bird. Oh, mallard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're huge. Because really, what they do, they sit up there in that that northern country and they get big. So if you ever like most folks watch deer hunting on TV, to stay in that colder environment, especially during the winter time, uh, you have to have a, a higher body mass so mm-hmm. you can you know burn a little bit because food gets a little harder. It takes more energy to stay warm. And that, uh, that's why, you know, deer are bigger, uh, the birds get a little bigger, especially like the mallards and the Canada's and stuff like that. Yeah. They're, uh, harvesting 290 pound does easily. I mean, 350 pound bucks. That's uh, insane. They're, they're huge. Especially when, a, a what's a big buck here? You think 150 pounds, 150 pounds. You're yeah. at the max. Yeah. A doe. And that's pounds. what they're giving birth to up there. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't know if you've ever been up there and looked at the deer. I couldn't judge a deer in South Dakota if I wanted to Mm-mm. because they're so big. Like a 150 class, 160 class looks like like a 95 buck here. They're just just, just beasts, especially during the rut. And the, their neck swells up so big, the head looks teeny tiny. So we talked about, you know, getting a dog training. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're my shotgun guy. What are you shooting this year? Or what are you shooting? Or, I mean, what are you taking? What's your plans, you know, shot-wise, ammo-wise? take my Benelli SB312, and I might take the 20-gauge, too, just to play around with it a little bit. But took my 12-gauge last year and sent it off to Rob Roberts and got all the works done to it. So, so for those that don't know who Rob Roberts is, tell us about him. So they take a... Uh, Shotgun, and if you look inside of a shotgun, it kind of looks like an O-ring in it, and they hone all that out so all your shot pattern comes on uh, target a lot better, and it drops probably 25 to 30% of the recoil out, and you get probably the same amount of uh, percentage on a target, or shot on target. So is it an actual O-ring, or are they machining the barrel? It's just a machine barrel. It just kind of looks like an O-ring. Because oh, that- back in the day, they used to have to uh, have that O-ring to uh, form paper shells. Oh, I got you. So that's, I guess they call that, is that the forcing cone? Yes, the forcing cone. Gotcha. And then uh, they do uh, a choke tube system. Instead of having five to six choke tubes, they narrow it down to uh, three choke tubes now. So basically your T1 is a close range, T2 mid-range, and three... T3 is your long range. I got you. And uh, see, I had that one done. I, I kind of kind of playing like I don't know what I'm, you know, <laughs> what he's talking about here. So I'm going to get Boogie to talk then a little bit. They did that, the, uh, so the trigger that, work on it, and they did uh, the uh, slammer button and the charger handle. I extended it out. I, I think, of it, you know, for the folks listening, is Rob Harper is a custom gunsmith out of Arkansas that specialized in – in just waterfowl guns, bird hunting guns, not so much trap and skeet, mm-hmm. but more the hunter. If you, we're, we are more than happy to send it off. But if you ever want to talk to somebody that just like, if you want to talk, they're just they, backwoods, they're kind backwoods of, like, of Arkansas, just us. Just oh yeah, it's it, 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 it's just good old boys that you know that have a little machining knowledge that like to duck hunt, have come up with a great product. And when you call them, you know, I wouldn't want somebody. It's going to sound bad, right? That uh, <laughs> that. 
that sounds fancy working on my duck gun. I want a guy that sounds like he lives in a yes. rice paddy. That he just, he's hunting nothing but green timber. He mm-hmm. comes out just enough to make some money to buy some food and goes back to the duck woods because they're phenomenal. I'm shooting a Remington Versa Max I've had for show for years, and I love the gun. And uh, years ago, I sent mine off to Rob Roberts, and I didn't get everything Boogie had done to his, but I will tell you the two things that are worth their weight in gold on those guns is length, that forcing cone because mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't deform the shot cup is it's a longer taper to the barrel on the inside to where your choke is. So you're not getting a real quick in and out of forming that shot cup. So you get a little more consistency with it, but it's the computer generated choke tubes. Yes. That's I, where all, I mean, they make, you know, we have, we, we have them in stock. We have their regular uh, choke tube set, the computer generated. If you spend the money, it is absolutely worth it. It is it's to the shotgun world what creating hand load for a deer rifle yes. is. Because they do is they take that shotgun, they put it in a vice, they shoot it against a piece of paper and a high-speed camera, and then somehow some magic happens, and that computer tells the machine how to grind the choke tube to your gun so you get a perfect consistency front to back and left to right. So you're, you have this perfect uniform wad of shot coming out. And uh, it's to your gun. And I took mine a step further. I, I sent a box. I shoot two shells, basically. And he started them doing it. Uh-huh. I sent uh, Miger shotgun shells in because that's what I shoot for ducks. And that Rio Texas game load, so I shoot for dove. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much all I do bird-wise. And, and if you've never shot Miger shotgun shells, that takes it to the next level one steel shot. Especially two over fours are all of our favorites up here. That what that computer generated choke tube does, I have started shooting more birds at further distances with, mm-hmm. and it's, and I'm not a great shotgun shot. I'm fair at best. And I just shoot rifles and handguns better, but you know, it is what it is that I'm getting less cripples and more yes. solid kills. Uh, and, and really, especially when you're bird hunting, that's what you want. You know, nothing's more frustrated. You hit that bird three times and it's feathers, uh-huh. feathers, feathers, and then it just sails off somewhere. Yeah. You know, you know it's going to die and you feel bad for it. You know, it's not what you want. If you're looking to upgrade your hunting game, those two things I highly recommend. And then uh, Boogie hit the nail on the head, uh, that Migra shotgun ammo. That twos over fours will absolutely crush. Yeah, because I don't like the see a goose coming over and then you looking fumbling around in your bag trying to find a different shell. I mean, you can use the same shell you're shooting ducks with. So you said twos over fours. Explain to the folks listening what that means. So they go in and take four steel shot and put in a shot shell and then they put two steel on top of it. So what? So you're basically getting the punch of a two, but the spread of a four shot steel or yeah. shot out of it. And, and that's, that's what, you know, someone like me that may not be the best, you know, wing shooter out there they, you know that's always been that that catch 22 do you have the punch mm-hmm. you need to get that clean kill especially shooting waterfowl because you're having to use steel and steel isn't it's we're way better than we were when we first swapped to steel from lead uh but it's still not what we're it's not it just doesn't perform like the non-tox stuff does but it's high dollar uh-huh. uh, like the business or the tungsten and they're a very small company so you're not going to get like a bunch of inconsistent shells or anything. So it's you know, early on. I, I called them. Bo- uh, it's a boutique shell. I mean, mm-hmm. they were they had a couple machines and a couple guys, and they're still really not that big. It's. I mean, it's it's very very consistent shell. They're kind of like us now. We're kind of medium now. Not, there you go. Like small. 
it, they're, they're really starting to catch on. You know, mm-hmm. hey, we started shooting their stuff four or five years ago, and uh, nobody heard about them. We had to start teaching people, educating them on it. And I'll tell you this, I we have people in Florida that call an order mm-hmm. from them. South Texas, I guess it has to be your family calling from South Dakota. <laughs> yes. So I'm going to try to – they just came out with a new four over six this year. So I, that's what I'm going to try on uh, pheasant this year and see how that goes. Because on the public land up there, you got to shoot steel, Yes, you right? have to shoot steel or non-toxic. There you go. I've been begging John for a six over eight dove shell oh, for years. God. Wish it, we can get one, some of that. It, I told him, I said, if you'll make it, I'll sell pallets of it for you. Can you imagine this? Because eights, if you ever cut open an eight, it's teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. But if you could pick up the spread of an eight, but that punch of a six, it would be oh, yeah. lights out. That'd be the dove shell of the world right there. But and then back to me getting into duck hunting. I mean, it's just like me and Jake are sitting here just talking. That's what I like about duck hunting. You can sit there and talk to your buddies and just jump up and, oh, there's ducks. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be all quiet. You don't have to be the scent. You don't have to worry about scent. It's the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. The fact you sit there and you can cut up and, you know, your buddy misses, give him a hard time. Yes. And just, it's social hunting. And that's and, that's why I like waterfowl. And I don't know what it is about waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning and it's 20 degrees outside and everything's frozen. It's just peaceful. It is. It's, it's, it's just something to it. Something about watching that sun come mm-hmm. up over a decoy spread. Uh, it just, you know, if that doesn't get you excited, you ain't living. No. Well, we'll wrap this up. If you need to know anything about, uh, you know, dog training, hunting, what else? Shotgun, sorry. Yeah. Uh, you know anything about shotguns? And, well, you know, just what, what's your sales pitch, Boogie? Why, why should somebody come in here and go, hey, let me talk to Boogie Love himself? I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to lie to you or anything. I'm not even going to try to do a sales pitch. Just, just, just tell you. Take that, it at face value. You know, this one makes this one good. This one makes this one good. The good, the bad, the other. I mean, I like to shoot different ones, too, so I can tell you. Because I'm not going to be like a salesman and just try to sell you because somebody came and told me about it. I'll try it out and let you know about it. That's true. Uh, we, we, you know, there's no lie to that. There, We got a couple different shotguns up on the wall right now because people came in and you know, hey, check this out. Mm-hmm. And you go out and back and shoot it for a couple minutes, and you're like, nope, that's awful. Or, you know, those, what is it, the CEOs, the same yes. some Silver Eagles. Yeah, Silver Eagles. Mm-hmm. They're a Turkish company making shotguns that he walked by right back in. And, you know, instead of coming in the front door, he came in the back door where I was and because uh, I was working on something. And uh, he goes, hey, we got to buy these. These are the softest shooting over-unders I've ever mm-hmm. touched and affordably priced. So now we stock Silver Eagles. Yes. Because I take his word on a shotgun is that that solid and that golden is that if Boogie loves it, guaranteed you're going to love it. Y'all come in, say hi to Boogie, ask him a bunch of questions, try to stump him. It's always kind of fun. Uh, if you, if you can get him laughing, uh, you'll you'll never get him to stop. He's he's a fun guy. He's a funny guy. Uh, but he's here most days, and uh, he is the man with the plan. If you need anything for waterfowl, upland game hunting, shotgunning, and Really, he didn't talk nothing about it, but he's a hell of a deer hunter himself as well. So, guys, we'll let y'all get back to y'all's Friday. We appreciate y'all tuning into the Circle Star Minute, and y'all have a wonderful day. Bye, everybody. This has been the Circle Star Firearms and Outdoors Minute. Don't miss the Circle Star Firearms and Outdoors podcast every Monday and the Circle Star Firearms Minute every Friday.